What if you were already fully abundant? In Ego, Catch Me If You Can, we share how you can identify when your ego is taking charge of your moments as an effort to protect you. Learn to pause, center, and how to reconnect with the force that empowers you to live a life of abundance. I am Marco Rodriguez. I am Danielle Dipburner, and welcome to Creating Sacred Space. How has been your week? Like, wait this first. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you. Right? I feel like this last week has been more like a month. <laughs> like, things have just been happening so quickly and yet slow at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this inner awareness and connection that I'm experiencing. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, right? So like I was even thinking this morning, how do I even put everything in a nutshell? And I think that the theme has just been um, exploring and discovering and accepting so much more of my ego like really having that relationship of instead of sep- instead of the separation like more of the integration but like the feeling of oneness <laughs> right and um like catching when my when my internal is going into more of like a threat or um, like where my ego is like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this or watch out for this or whatever. And just having the space of being able to go, let's pause for a minute. Do I really need to go into that frame of reference? Is that the lens that I really wanna be taking here? Going, oh wait. That's just part of me that's trying to protect. And it's okay. And do I need to be in protection mode? No, I don't need to. Because there's nothing that's actually threatening me. Right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I can see how that would be impossible to put into a a box or a framework because it's really hard to... I get it. I get it. It's really hard to yeah. to put into concepts, but what I what I do have been dealing with this week. One, one is there have been like breakthroughs. I feel actually in love. I reconnected with a with a pretty amazing uh, woman that uh, yeah, she was from uh, my master's degree, and we didn't uh, talk that much during. Uh, some time and we have been reconnecting uh slowly but it's just whoa that gives me so many warm and fuzzies like oh that just feels Uh, so good and and it really does and it is uh and and then i go into the like not the reason why but the thing is i really like i told you last week i've been questioning 
the whole approach from our ego, which is to protect us. But as soon as we kind of separate us and we go into the world, like and we see fragmentation, we like wholeness or completeness or total abundance kind of becomes hard because if you are fragmenting yourself, like if you are, and then if that part of you that sees you as the real you tries to protect you, you will automatically like close off to people, to experiences, to sometimes even acting or don't acting or not acting or right like it can be both but whatever the point is whatever you're doing when you are aware of separation or of danger will come from black or from survival like yeah unless i do or if i do like it can go both extremes yeah i'm in danger and i've been like really questioning whenever that danger thing appears and I'm like, or danger can be masked as unworthiness or or powerlessness like when when you feel in danger you kind of close down i mean like no wait we, we forgot this this is why we suffer because we the, the baseline assumption is wrong we are like i lack something whenever you wake up like your mind goes in alert like i lack something Whereas I've been coming more and more this week from the place of I'm complete, but I would love to experience these. And yeah, such a difference. Yeah, it is. And it is. It's like that feeling of like, it's not just a feeling of wholeness, mm. but it's like that certainty within. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. Uh, and and then it's like you can come from that space to then just create even more possibilities and lean into those possibilities right yeah. because you're you're free from the assumptions exactly you are free from the the false premise that you are not enough or that you lack something mm -hmm. because when you come from that oneness seeing yourself as like and everything you're like how can i like if i and there too, like if it's me, and the world kind of becomes like the cherry. I, I've been feeling like that. Like, well, if I didn't assume I'm, I'm like unworthy or I like something. If the baseline was, ha, good morning, I'm whole. Afterwards, the world would be like cherry on top, cherry on top. Like, yeah, yeah. I got to drink coffee, you know. Ooh, I got to. And it's like such a difference, such a yeah. difference. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm also having a deja vu moment, which, well, yeah, everything's connected. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so good. So good. Um, I have to share this conversation that I had because I feel like uh, like it wasn't the theme of my week, but it was just like another big realization. Mm -hmm. So I went and I had lunch with a, a person that I've never met before. Mm -hmm. and, and at first I kind of was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know, like, is it worth my time? And even that thought itself was like, wait, 
any kind of internet interaction where you can connect with another human being coming from a place of love and compassion and connection is never a waste of time. Never. Right. So it was like, go to this lunch. Hello. Like you're doing something new. That's something that yeah. you're wanting to embrace. Like every single week, I'm like, I want to embrace something new that I've never experienced before, like intentionally. And so I went to this lunch and I didn't get a lot of rest the night before. And so I was already feeling like low energy. And I was like, that's okay. Just show up as you are. And he started like during lunch, like he's talking a lot. And I'm like internally going, oh, this is kind of nice because I can just listen. And I don't have to worry about having all of this extra energy where I have to, you know, say something. And then it was almost like I could let go of ego of like, I have to show up as a certain way, right? I could just totally be You could present. just relax. Yeah. Be, yeah. 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 And he even went, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just talking so much. And I'm like, no, I love that you're talking so much. Like, I want you to be expressive. And um, we just had great conversation, had a wonderful lunch. And then we stood in the parking lot talking for like two hours afterwards, just because we were just connecting really well. It was and, fun, yeah. Yeah. And um, so for a living, he's a counselor and therapist that works with individuals who had substance addictions. Okay. And even in that space, sometimes I think like, okay, I don't have a master's degree or I don't have the certifications. And so sometimes I feel a lack or less than whenever I'm talking to those individuals, or maybe they're not going to see me as having um, the credentials or the wisdom or whatever. And I just completely let go of that because I'm like, we're both in a business where we're just wanting to support others to be the best versions of themselves. And he was saying how the statistics of a person not having a relapse is 7%. Just, yeah, just 7%. And he said, so when I meet people, when they come into the program, I'm very intentional in knowing that there's a possibility that they could relapse. But the way that I can help with that is helping them feel accepted and not being judged as being a bad person, but that there's circumstances that fed into their addiction problems. And he was like, I just, that's my, that's my goal. Because even if they have a relapse and then they start therapy at another point, they can start from this new place of being already where they're not, they're not feeling the lack. And so we're talking in that context. And I'm like, you know, one of the things I know is that shame and addiction just go hand in hand. Like, and it's, it, and he was like, ah, I don't know. And I was like, yes. And here's why. You could be a person who has all of this shame from childhood or stories or whatever that you grew up in, in this environment of always feeling shame. And then we, we as people kind of look at how can I numb that really, really painful feeling? 
And normally that's where addiction comes in, right? They, maybe they start to drink or use drugs to fit into their peer groups or to just not feel. That's where that happens. Then you have other people who maybe don't really feel shame, but they're like, oh, you know, I'm of age or maybe I'm younger and I want to experience what it's like to drink or to mm-hmm. try these other drugs. And it, then it, they get addicted and then they know better. So then they feel shame. I was like, so it's mm-hmm. really hard to kind of break that connection apart. And with shame, it's like there's two, it's a two-headed prong. There's I'm never enough or what I can do is not enough. And then who the hell do you think you are? Like those are the, those are our interior um, monologues that's going on. Oh, who the hell do you think you are? Like to yourself. Yeah. 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 To yourself. And so what I realize is with that shame is the opposite of worthiness, right? If we feel really worthy of whatever it is of love, value, acceptance, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's not going to be shame. And so I've kind of looked at the people that I've worked with, the research that I've done, my own experiences, like what's the antidote to that? Like, what is it that would create worthiness? And I've come to find it's courage because it takes a lot of courage to step into our own stories even and say, this happened or this is the viewpoint I've had or whatever. And I'm going to accept that and forgive it. And I'm going to own that story instead of allowing that story to own me. And it takes so much courage to be able to say, I've done wrong or I'm not perfect or whatever it is. And it's like when when you're able to step into that courage and that space of having courage to face the darkness, like that's what creates worthiness, right? And so as I'm just like, I'm just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, like whatever is coming to is just coming out. And he was like, whoa, just like, yeah, you're right. So I said, really? The only other thing that you could be doing a little bit differently is like maybe as people are sharing their stories, like thanking them and allowing, like helping them see the courage that they've had to share that story. And just to get to the point of sharing the story from a place of, I can't, I can. Yeah, yeah. just. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like, what other areas in their life have they sh- ex- shown or expressed courage? Even if they're like really, really tiny pieces and then continually reminding them of how courageous they really are because all of us have courage. All of us have done courageous things doesn't matter if it's um, something that someone else would deem as courageous. We know what it means to express courage. And it's like, we need to be reminded of that. And yeah. it was just, in, even in having that conversation, I was like, wow. It's kind it's, of, um, oh, sorry, go on, go on. Like, I, I'm even having the courage of stepping into this this space of saying like 
these are the things that I've learned or that I've known, like that I know, like this is my piece of wisdom and I can help you by passing this on. And it was just like, this is what courage looks like. Instead of, <laughs> instead of being all caught up in, oh, is he gonna receive what I have to say? Or is there gonna be judgment or whatever it is? And it was so cool because he was like, I am going to be thinking about this the entire drive home on like what I can do with my patients to help yeah. them see how courageous they really are. That's, that's right? amazing because actually since the way our society is designed kind of has its foundations on unworthiness or mm -hmm. in some sense mm -hmm. um, lack of, of worth or lack of something mm -hmm. the ability to say I'm worthy or the ability to to detach from unworthiness it's courage it, yeah. it takes a lot of courage to yeah. to reassure yourself inwardly like, mm -hmm. no I'm worthy um, I'm, I'm valuable you know I've been through this, but I can make it to the other side. It, yeah. it takes a lot of, well, I've never thought about this. And getting tingles right now, like that just shows like, oh, like how, how um, solid that is, right? <sighs> Dude, how, how beautiful is it to, to kind of, forget yourself that you're worthy and then rediscovering mm -hmm. your worthiness but it's because if, if you're if you always knew like your worthiness you couldn't be aware like it, it's weird what i'm trying to say but um it's like that's the purpose of duality because you have to know one side to yes. to get in touch with the other and to dance with both from from a centered place like hey i know what it feels like to feel unworthy i know what it feels like to feel worthy and from the bottom of my heart i can tell you that at the bottom of everything like you are worthy and the more you are able to you know shed the layers the more worthiness will naturally pop up because it yeah. takes courage to for you to to shed old stories and dude so awesome yeah. Yeah. And I just thought like, I just kind of had a visual of looking at duality, right? You've got both sides of the spectrum as if it's linear, right? Yeah. But then whenever you're able to experience both sides or um, discern the difference between the two, and finding kind of the middle ground. It's not even the middle on a linear spectrum. It is a triangle, right? You like, go upwards, because, kind of. because you go upwards. And it's just like, it's one of those things that it's clicking that a triangle is a symbol of change. Even if you're looking at um, shorthand, especially like in the medical world, if you do a triangle, it's that symbolized, that's the word for change. Mm -hmm and just the actual symbology of that and how it clicked in my head. I just had to share that. <laughs> Damn. Beautiful. 
And yeah. Well, and honestly, like, I think, or I feel that you can only see the worth in others to the extent that you feel worthy yourself. Otherwise, you will kind of refer back and communicate from um, unworthiness or the feeling of not fitting in, not being deserving. Like, And I feel like when you communicate from that, even if it's subconscious, you will kind of cling to or hold the other one accountable for not being worthy or for not it's like the, the game of mirrors and yeah damn yeah i've been whoa mm -hmm. Ooh, this is impactful because yeah. yeah this is yeah you can only see in others what what you experience right in time and right. Yeah, yeah right yes so i'm good. processing this yes. so good and it goes you know all of this is completely in alignment with what both of us were even writing today, right? This separation and unity. Um, and then in the middle of that is the wholeness and going separation and unity are also, it's like fear and love, mm -hmm. you know? And separation is rooted with fear, which then pulls us away from connection <laughs> Yeah. and love and wholeness and worthiness like yeah all so interconnected yeah yeah and, and sometimes even fear and separation and unworthiness kind of pushes you to unity and love and worthiness because yeah like i don't know if i can explain this but at some point there's a part of you that feels like that starts pulling you to no, this is enough. Like, like, you get what I'm saying? If you get too far away from, from unity or from your truth or from alignment, it will be so painful in a way that it will push you back to, yes. wait, maybe you are not, or it is sometimes when you get to that extreme that you have to let go and letting go is a, is a, a sense of, uh, kind of surrender, which brings you to unity and to love, because you, you surrender when you feel loved, or you surrender when, <laughs> well, this is, li life is honestly... So cool, right? So cool, so, so, so genuinely interesting to experience, like, all of these twists and turns, and, and it's all inside, like, you have to experience this to be able to to get to a point where you feel that every time you kind of get out of unity, it, it becomes harder to stay there. Like when you go with, when you are like upward, it, it begins to feel more uncomfortable to, to go into separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To shift down, especially if you're looking at it or thinking about it in the construct of frequency levels, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, this was another thing that came up for me this week is like, I'm very aware of frequency levels. It's something that, you know, I've been tuning into more and paying attention to what that feels like in my body even. And 
I have evolved so much that I've like landed on mm-hmm. a certain level and how I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm dropping back down. Mm-hmm. Like the minute that I, it, it's like, I finally have a bookmark of knowing exactly what that feels like, exactly what that looks like, exactly what the sensations are like. And the minute that that starts to kind of drop, I'm like, oh, nope, not going into that space anymore, or I'm not going to interact um, in the external environment in that way anymore. And I know that that also means that I have to shift the internal so that the external does not reflect. Exactly. And and I feel that you kind of go back and forth with with your level of um, vibration because there's this tricky sensation that um, whenever there's a lot of experiences going around, you kind of get away from the sense of wholeness because you have to get out of yourself to to experience and it's a training to to be able to do that maintaining the consciousness of you know this is all unity and we are all connected so there's no harm but when you are hyper aware of things happening a person yelling like it's easy to feel that you can lose mm-hmm. your your center your being but you can never actually lose it you be, you you lose your awareness of it, but it's always there. And I've been getting to this point of no matter uh, what I get or don't get, or if I grow or don't grow or whatever, it's always here, yeah. the, the, the sense of unity. And even the fear of not growing or of not experiencing is irrational because that's the way life works is with growth. and right. and experiencing and the more you actually want to do those from place of i'm not enough so i want growth i want experiences the more you feel stuck and like on the other hand the less you feel like you need growth or you need experiences because you feel safe and whole it just comes rushing in because that's how life works you are not resisting yeah so it's like yeah this has been my experience this week like the last like i just i just want to say whatever you said a few minutes ago i'm glad we're recording this because i'm going to go back and figure out exactly what it was but you said said something about it's losing it's not like you are losing yourself or losing anything it's just that the awareness Mm-hmm. is not consciously there in that yeah. moment yeah. like that is that is golden <laughs> that is golden it is because because like the most scary thing is is to feel unsafe feel mm-hmm. unprotected feel unguarded feel and by your own nature that's kind of impossible because because we are like unity we are wholeness but when you are not um 
anchored in that you may feel that you are unprotected and that brings you back to discovering what is there in me that that you know can protect me because that's how we go to eventually spirituality we feel like so unprotected here or so you know not able to deal with anything that we kind of go and question is there a more sane way to to deal with this because i feel i'm losing it and is that extreme of fear pushing you to unity and then you start you know listening to the first spiritual concepts and it is like it resonates in all of your being like it's it feels true you and then it's the the process of re-educating yourself to actually be able to accept that you are whole is the courage the courage is it's so beautiful wow. okay. so good so good okay so you were about to say something and i interrupted do you remember uh oh, it was maybe in the context of this week and, and regarding yes. and regarding love because yes um that was what yep that's what it, it was, was about shame like for for a major part of my life i always felt um ashamed honestly of being loved or of being appreciated or physically in a physical sense because mm -hmm. uh, medical doctors and uh the story regarding my body was always like it's broken we need to fix it right. it's Thank wrong you. like it's it's not an, a normal body so it's wrong so mm -hmm. you know like i never got to look at my body actually in a deep sense as like huh you're okay like the part of wholeness can also be actually experienced through this contrast right. or the contrast of my body made me search for that coolness or appreciation more and more but when you search you feel like you lack and these past weeks especially this last week i decided to you know stop the search for healing or you know stop the search for a different body or stop the mm -hmm. hiding or the you know like at a very deep level, I said a big fuck it, you know, like it's time to, what if I assumed that, well, my body being different doesn't mean it cannot be loved. What if I assume like, well, it's just different. It's not good, it's not bad. It just I, Yeah. And I start to actually feel safe in my body for, for mm -hmm. a long time. And it's reflecting, uh, outside and it has been magical because sometimes it's quite a ride you know it, it, and it takes courage to even yeah. see yourself as lovable which is weird like it's so backwards yeah but at the same time it makes perfect sense because you only get to to accept yourself as lovable if you have experienced yep like it's the contrast again mm -hmm. How would you know what it feels like to, to be loved if you never felt the opposite of it, right. in a sense? Right. What would pull you to finally surrender and love if you've always felt love? 
yeah. is in a weird way, I think this makes sense, like in a dualistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, it, it's what helps us lead back to truth and wholesomeness mm -hmm. and unity and everything. Um, the other thing that kind of just came up too is like going back to how we frame what we believe love is, right? Like if we've always be believed, oh, I'm not lovable mm -hmm. because like you said, like your body is not lovable because it's different. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's gonna be something that's reflected back to you where you've never really been able to lean into that it is lovable. And then, so you're attracting relationships where they don't, they don't see your body as lovable, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and almost going like you set up not you like a person sets up a, a mental construct of what they believe or think is love based on the lack right and I'm not, and unless it shows up in this specific form, so like, it's almost like setting up an expectation, like unless love is expressed to me in the specific form. Oh, that I feel I like, kind of. Yeah, then, it, then I'm not loved, but it's like we, we can get so hyper-focused on what that specific mm -hmm. little piece is. And if we are not showing it to ourselves or if we're not realizing it ourselves, like we will never see it. We will never experience it, mm -hmm. especially when we're so hyper-focused on that one way or that specific thing. And it's like, like you said, I, you were finally able to go, well, what if I'm already loved? What if, you know, me being different means nothing? Mm -hmm. And then I, and then I finally start to see it. Kind of yes. people going like, hey, you being different doesn't mean like, you know, yeah. it's with the exact same words uh, I thought beforehand. Yeah. And that's huge when that happens, right? Because you're almost like, what's happening right now? Yeah. You're using yeah. the words that are in my head or that yeah. were in my head. Yeah. We block ourselves like mm -hmm. from from the blessings that they are always available or they are like the the starting point that we we forget that. Yeah. Mm, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Hmm. So obviously we're always on like the same page with things, right? And embracing our inner love and looking at how that's reflecting outwards or how we're how that's being reflected back to us, I should say. 
I'm kind of having this feeling of what is it that we are wanting to reflect out in the following week or mm -hmm. the energy that we're wanting to put out in the following week so that it is reflected back to us. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. So you want to play a game on heart. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, I like it. What's the energy that you want to send out and like on, on, on purpose, like being aware that you're sending. Yeah. Yeah. And then seeing how, like how, how, it, how it responds uh -huh. and reflects back. Uh -huh. Okay. I can play that. It's, it's super yeah. fun. I will go with, um, with, uh, always present abundance. Like I will go with that, like to, to become aware that I'm so abundant in so many ways and to actually like be confident about it and say, no, I'm abundant. This is not an affirmation. This is like, mm -hmm. look at this, look at that, look at this, but like yeah. being on that frequency. Yeah. Seeing how it shows up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play that. Okay. Especially, I'm going to go with especially like money or money related offers or presence or appearances i'm gonna go with that like seeing how we trick ourselves into um thinking that there is not enough or yeah. because if we go for wholeness it has to show up in like every area it makes sense right so that's uh, some like i go there sometimes to the lack of uh, sure abundance or lack of money and yeah i'm gonna play that okay that was a awesome uh idea i love it thank you just came to me yeah um i think mine it's it's quite similar to that but slightly different um think the energy I'm going to have is I am source. So like abundance absolutely comes from that, right? Because if mm -hmm. I, I am the source of happiness, of wholeness, of wealth, of connection, mm -hmm. then that's what's going to be reflected back to me. Wow. That's super powerful. That's like all in one. Yeah. And, and it's kind of, see. it's like, I'm even going, oh, that's kind of big, Danielle. Like, here mm. you go. Like, here's this huge thing. And I'm like, which is precisely why. Exactly. No, that's awesome. That, that's amazing. Because I'm focusing on like, if it's a diamond, I'm focusing on, on a, a, like a side of it. I don't know how you say it. Mm -hmm. how you say um, like a thing. Diamond has many uh, right. faces, uh, sides. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have no idea of the word. Yeah, facade uh, or facade. Fac I can't say it right. F-A-C-E-T-S. Facet. Facet. Okay, I'm focusing on a facet and you are focusing on the old diamond, so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I might go to the old to the old diamond if I start seeing the facet yeah. like a lot. I'm, I'm going okay. 
No, I can I yeah. can move to whole diamond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Ooh, yeah. I like the symbology with it too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Especially because diamonds are created from so much massive pressure, right? Yep. It's all the same symbology, like you go through some yeah. pressure because you are away from your nature, which yeah. is kind of dark and it's cool, is yeah. the cool, and then boom, you go yeah. back to diamond and you are like, ah, I was a diamond all along. Right. <laughs> Jokes on me, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just had to have had to have the pressure. Uh -huh. oh, I love it. So good. Wonderful. Hey. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna like let's do the three things you were mo more grateful for uh, this past week. Let's hand it on the top vibration line. Okay. Yeah. Three things most grateful for. Yes. Exactly. <clears throat> I think my top one would be uh, leaning, leaning, leaning into the ability of letting go, releasing, mm -hmm. and like really releasing it full heartedly without like oh, I need to let go of this, but like, I'm ready to let go of this. I want to let go of this and, and not it, with all the love in the world, right? And just- True letting go, not- Yeah. Not force, not, not, yeah. Right. And that, um, like being able, so maybe this is the second thing, being able to have the consciousness of what that actually feels like and being able to discern the difference between forced mm -hmm. and like free True. will. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think the third has really been the richness of the relationships that I have with my family because I had a lot of family time this weekend that were just it was like every moment just nothing but love and pure and just oh, so ease like that and then also uh just my friendships too that really those friendships I see as extended family so those are those are my my three grateful moments so beautiful so beautiful. Uh, oh, wait, as you're thinking. And because of the richness of those relationships, it just, it's been a nice reflection of not needing anything more. Like, I already have all that I need and not like, striving for something else and that will kind of bring you everything that you want um regardless because right. life wants to gift you right i, I feel it's like yeah it's like that um uh, as long as we search convinced that we we don't have we won't we won't, we won't yeah we won't have it but once when we, we realize surrender, we do yeah 
it, it comes rushing in. But it even says, <clears throat> I think it's in the Bible, and it's one of my favorite verses, right? It's Mark something. To, to the one who has, uh, more shall be given, and to the one who has not, uh, or something of the sort. I don't, but it's, it's like, we are getting there. We are. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's the it's the truest form of attraction too, right? Right, magnetism. magnetism. Yeah, and the abundance of it. Yeah. When we, when we are abundance, then we will have abundance. Yeah. And it's coming from such a beautiful place because we are really realizing that wait, nothing packs. Um, creation is like a fun thing to do. Is not because we like it. Yeah. Because what we signed up for and to yeah. experience things not forgetting who we are and yeah because that's the only way you can love is if you don't need in a sense or so my first one would have to be regarding to love and to this amazing reconnection the way it has been flowing and honestly the way it has been driving me to feel more and more love and allow myself to to feel it so that's that's mm -hmm. one um two would have to be family and, and friends and even when there are some dis disturbances because some of the parts feels like mm -hmm. i've been able to embrace it to you know i know you you are doing your best or some healing has been going on with me and my parents as well because the birth and all of the medical procedures all of that it's, it's caused a lot of um, trauma of fears of uh, yeah. lack of not being enough of uh, how how do we deal with this even as adults like how do we how do we deal because when we are kids we think our parents like know everything but it's a scary experience to, you know, bring a, a, a being to the world and then, you know, having to take care of, of the needs and if it, it, it wasn't conventional, so, so yeah. even the worst. So I've been forgiving a lot, um, embracing a lot. So I'm grateful for that process that has been uh, going on. And third, I'm going to, to like not be align with the rules of the game because I know it's supposed to be last week, but this moment, our conversation. So I will choose our conversations, but since it happened also last week, I'm technically not cheating, but <laughs> I I really have to say that it's from the bottom of my heart because it's such a, such, um, a sacred space, such a space yeah. of of devotion, of what devotion to life, I feel, of um, devotion to growth, yeah to love and so yeah it is it's such good it's such a good space to be in and to to know like how it's not just that we're in alignment but it's like our own individual journey and yet how so aligned it, it is yeah it, um fits together yeah perfectly it's the coolest thing ever <laughs> yeah 
I feel that we will write a lot about how next week about how when you genuinely embody whatever it is you choose, it will reflect on yeah. every communication, every area, even how communication pops up or not, or the way it, it's always it starts from the energy. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the same situation you could, when you are feeling pissed off or like, like you lack something or like you are unworthy, you will look at the situation and you will like, ah, you know, yeah. and when you are feeling whole and worthy and you, you go to the same situation and you can hold the space, you can embrace, you can, or even allow yourself to receive if, if it is the case. Because when we feel unworthy, we cannot receive either. That's a big thing. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. If you feel like you're not worthy. Yeah. Because it shuts down. Or it shuts us down, right? Mm. Mm. Dude, this, this recording is full of... Um, so many nuggets. Yep. 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 So I wanted to ask you... Mm. Um, when do you typically do your writing? Like, mm. are, do you feel more inclined to do writing in the morning or like kind of as you're starting your day or as a reflection on the day or just whenever it hits you at any given point? I would go with the third book, but just because when I write, I typically, I typically, write about um, what I'm impacted by so I write like the most ideal thing would be for me to to be impacted by something and I go like oh damn no no this has got to go on paper and I um, if I can I stop what, I, what I'm doing and I write because but other than that it's typically mornings like yeah. If, if I set aside some time, it will be morning time. Right? Okay. Generally, like a little bit slower on the morning, like, and it, mm -hmm. it, um, it gives me the flow that is needed to the writing. Right. But, but if it's like work writing or writing for, for reports or whatever, it's afternoon. It's different because it's, you know, like it's not flow. More it's um, Yeah. But for this type of writing, it's mornings or immediately after, boom, yeah. when it, when something shakes and goes, oh, wait. And like, well, what about you? Like, how, how does your process go with, um, with writing? For me right now, I, and I guess I'm asking that because I feel like I need to create the space for writing. Mm -hmm. for for our book for what we're trying to do here um because i haven't been doing as much as i want to be doing and mm -hmm. like i notice like i do my morning manifestation which is i meditate i write my own acknowledgments and affirmations which those are having some serious impact and it's been so cool um I read and then I write and I do a little bit of stretching. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that even my writing has started to change and I'm 
actually thinking about just pulling some of that journal writing into this because I've noticed that like normally I try to keep it about an hour, hour and a half that I do all of that in, right? Um, but I've noticed that my writing, I keep wanting, I want to keep going. And, and then so, you kind of get the flow because it's hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's because I, I do each activity for about 10 to 15 minutes each. And it kind of depends on like how energetic I feel or what my what my day kind of looks like on mm -hmm. how much time I give myself. But I just keep getting to the writing piece and I just want to keep going. And mm -hmm. so I'm feeling respecting kind of, that. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm wanting to respect that time, but then I'm going, you know, I also don't want to break the flow process because there's a lot that's coming through then. And so I'm almost thinking that it's coming to me now that maybe I just allow for a little bit more time and use the writing to be the end piece. And if something starts flowing from that space that's applicable here, yeah, all I have to do is transfer that over. When? When? Yeah. And this is also amazing because we are giving ourselves the the time and the space to experiment on how the writing goes yeah. better. And I bet with you that like when we go and select or um, put the pieces together, they will fit yeah. pieces from completely different days will kind of, yeah. this this feels like a flow because, because this is how life works. Like you, you get the lesson here, a lesson there, a lesson there and they seem so distant and then oh yeah. i'm getting the full aspect of this and we are doing an awesome job of honoring ourselves the space the project um the energy the lessons so it will yeah yeah it will come together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh it's so, so amazing so yeah. amazing so good Okay. okay, so you are going to be focusing on the facets of the diamond. Of abundance. Of abundance. Like for this week, okay. that's, that's my mm -hmm. intention to acknowledge how abundant I am and to literally not convince myself, but show myself that I'm not affirming or I'm not, you know, Faking it till I make it. Right, right. You know, it's, it's true. Yeah. Ooh, I would also challenge. Isn't the right word. Uh huh. Go go challenge. Uh, I don't think no. Oh, it's not a challenge. Okay. It's not challenge. Maybe it's invite, invite yeah. or encourage you to like look for those moments too where you might be faking it till you make it or affirming ah, to see the difference yeah or to if see when like, it is not genuine kind of. yeah yeah and just genuine when it comes yeah and just whenever it comes in like up going oh what's this about like where the lack is coming like, yeah yeah, yeah. Because then that's going to be able to reveal to you how you are perfectly abundant, right? Ah, thank you. 
yeah, because like you don't need to fake it, and I can like relax myself when I when I catch myself faking. Like, why are you doing this? If, if like it's true, why are you faking it? Uh -huh. it's kind of, yeah. That yeah. was so powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. You're uh, welcome. And then the other cool piece to that is whenever you catch yourself, you go, oh, wow. Like, look at the abundance in this moment. Like, I could have continued to go on this path of not staying true and whole, but I just got to catch myself. Like, yay. It's exciting. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.